The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Some in the crowd who heard these words of Jesus said, This is truly the prophet. Others said, This is the Christ. But others said, The Christ will not come from Galilee, will he? Does not Scripture say that the Christ will be of David's family and come from Bethlehem, the village where David lived? So a division occurred in the crowd because of him. Some of them even wanted to arrest him, but no one laid hands on him. So the guards went to the chief priests and Pharisees who asked them, Why did you not bring him? The guards answered, Never before has anyone spoken like this man. So the Pharisees answered them, Have you also been deceived? Have any of the authorities or the Pharisees believed in him? But this crowd, which does not know the law, is accursed. Nicodemus, one of their members who had come to him earlier, said to them, Does our law condemn a man before it first hears him and finds out what he is doing? They answered and said to him, You are not from Galilee also, are you? Look and see that no prophet arises from Galilee. Then each went to his own house. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So I have a quote here from Pope Benedict XVI about healing, because we're here today praying for a healing. So I wanted to read what Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI has to say about healing. Healing is an essential dimension of the apostolic mission and of Christian faith in general. It can even be said that Christianity is a therapeutic religion, a religion of healing. When understood at a sufficiently deep level, this expresses the entire content of redemption. That's Pope Benedict, who will probably be named a doctor of the church someday. So Christianity is a therapeutic religion. And when understood at a sufficiently deep level, this, in, this expresses the entire content of redemption. So let's unpack that for a minute. All throughout the Gospels, we hear that Jesus comes to save. Jesus comes to heal. And Jesus comes to liberate or deliver us from evil. It just so happens that the same Greek word, sozo, S-O-Z-O, means all of those things. And it's used, I forget how many times, all throughout the New Testament. So I think, of course, Pope Benedict knows that. And so when you look at all that Jesus came to do, when you look at who he is, the Christ, the Savior of the world, we can understand that, indeed, he came to heal us. Principally from the effects of sin. He's the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. 
And it's because of sin that we're all here today praying for healing. Amen? Not Kim's sin or Brian's or anybody else's particular sin, but because of original sin that we've all inherited. We can't forget that. That it was through sin that death and suffering and pain and sickness and disease and mosquitoes entered the world. And it's why on April 2nd, it's still 30-some degrees outside. You know, that's all fruit of the fall, okay, brothers and sisters? God never intended for there to be suffering in this world or death. That was not plan A. We have to remember that. But because we've been born into this broken world, we get used to the pain and the suffering, and we can even fall into despair and hopelessness. And that's certainly something we all want to pray against. And we want to ask God today to increase our faith and our hope in a particular way today. Jesus said, if you had faith the size of a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, move, move into, go into the sea and it would obey you. So we're obviously not talking about doctrinal faith. We're all here today because we believe in God. But I think we're all here today too because we believe that he indeed has power to heal and to save and to deliver us from evil, to forgive our sins, and to give us everlasting life. I would just say that, that no matter what happens when we pray for healing, we all have to remember that our ultimate healing is going to happen in the Father's house, in heaven. We have to keep that perspective as well. This side of heaven, it's never going to be perfect. We won't have perfect happiness or perfect healing this side of heaven. But we do believe that there is such a place and there will be such a, a time eternity, when we are perfectly healed and perfectly happy. So that's the hope that we all have. But the fact that we're here celebrating the sacred mysteries as we introduce each and every Mass, as we prepare to celebrate the sacred mysteries, we believe that the saving power of divine mercy is actually communicated to us through the sacraments each and every day in the church. And we're going to celebrate Holy Mass here. We're going to all receive Holy Communion. And then after Mass, we brought the holy oils and we will anoint Kim. So she'll receive another sacrament. And we also have a very beautiful relic, the very one that Solanus himself used to use, a relic of the true cross, from which all sacramental power comes from. The, the passion, death, and resurrection of Christ. So he wants to communicate that saving power to all of us today. And I like to say that's the Holy Spirit's job. The Holy Spirit communicates that power and that life and that love to us each and every day. So let us pray 
especially for Kim today, for a fresh outpouring of that Holy Spirit, God's healing power to come upon her, to come upon all of us, that we can all be united in this love, that we can all experience it today in a new way. We believe that God, Emmanuel, loves to be with us. God is in our midst. God is in our midst, communicating to us his divine life and power, his glory. And so we thank him and we praise him for that today. And we pray that we can all be instruments of his peace and healing as we pray for Kim and her baby. Amen.